gardening on the Pat Kenny Show. With the Husqvarna Auto Mower. Keep your lawn looking pristine from the comfort of your own home. See Husqvarna.ie. We're joined by Porik Horkin, he of the Horkin Garden Centre family. And speaking of lawns, Porik, is, is it now time to get out the mower? It sure is, Pat. I was talking to Cormac just before I came on, and he, our sound engineer, and he missed cutting his lawn just yesterday. And my advice really is to get out there. I cut my own lawn over the weekend. And by cutting it now, Pat, it helps to stimulate new growth. And the the winter has been so mild that lawns have actually been growing all through the winter. So they're quite tall at the moment. So my advice is to get out there over the next couple of days. We're promised a few pet dry days. Um, Put on the grass box, that's important, and give the lawn the first trimming. You'll also notice in your lawn the moss is beginning to creep back. So my advice is really to get the zero on as well this week if you can. Okay, now you sent me a picture of some strawberries in pots. Is it a bit early for strawberries? Not at all. No, no. Um, Strawberries are frost hardy, Pat. They tend to retreat. If you've got them in your garden, they're they're going to look a little bit brown and, and um, you know, worse for wear after the winter. But they're perfectly frost hardy. You can plant them out of doors at this time of year. And if anything, the cold weather helps to initiate flower buds in strawberries. So I'm a big, big advocate for planting them as early as possible. But my advice, if you've got a small balcony or a small garden, get yourself one of the dwarf family apple trees, the coronet apple trees, Plant it up into a big pot, a big terracotta pot, and put half a dozen strawberry plants around the base of them. And you'll have strawberries and apples in the one pot on the yeah. balcony. But a great time to plant fruit in general, Pat. Yeah, the birds love the strawberries, I have Ah, to say. they do, but get to them first, <laughs> Pat, or put a little bit of netting over them. And the fact that they grow in containers, I mean, you can simply have them sitting on your windowsill in a window box. They're so easy to grow, but now is the time to plant fruit in general. Okay, some of the questions coming in. I have a houseplant, uh, Dipsis lutescens, maybe that's how yeah. you say it. Uh, some leaves going brown with black spots, still in its original pot. Should it be transplanted to a bigger one? Well, it's a good time of year in general for transplanting houseplants. Now, Dreyfus lutescens is actually um, the bamboo palm, palm pat, or we often call it the butterfly palm as well. It's an indoor palm tree. Uh, it needs bright a bright location, particularly at this time of year, because our light levels are so low and you need to keep it out of drafts and water it about once a month at most. So my guess is with the brown stainings on the palm leaves, uh, it's overwatered. So cut back on the watering a little bit, repot it at this time of year and keep it in a bright location out of a drafts. It dislikes drafts. E- an easier palm to grow would be the Kentia palm or the Parlor palm. Um, this particular one, the bamboo palm, palm is a little bit more tricky. Okay, next one. I empty tea bags and I want to make the best use of the contents. I would appreciate your advice. Also, the safest way to dispose of weed and feed that's gone hard. That's from Ah. Kathy. Very good question, Cathy. So weed and feed, it, obviously, it, it's probably a lawn fertilizer. It's just it's gone solid now because it's been left too long. Uh, the air has got to it. My advice, that's hazardous waste. And that needs to go to um, your local county council, Pat, for to be treated properly because you've got the weed killer in the actual um, lawn, lawn feed. So contact your local county council offices. They should be able to advise you where to bring it to. And that would apply, Pat, as well. If people have bits of weed killers in bottles and they want to get rid of them, make sure you put get rid of them safely by contacting your local county council. In relation to the tea, tea is a great form of nitrogen. 
So if you want, if you're growing your vegetables this, this year, save your tea bags and your tea leaves. It's a fantastic for cabbages or anything that requires nitrogen. And I generally just add them to my compost heap, put in the tea bags. The paper bag will actually rot away and the tea leaves are fantastic for vegetables in general. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this requires a bit of detective work, maybe. I'm looking for the name of an early flowering plant that sounds like Jacqueline Postel. It has a good smell. Help. Pat, what a wonderful plant. Do you know this plant? No. If you, do, if you don't have this plant in your garden, my advice is to go out and get one. I was actually off yesterday and I was in my garden all day. But one of the plants that's in full flower at the moment is a shrub called a Daphne Jacqueline Postel. So the listener had most of the, the name. So it's a Daphne. It comes into flower at this time of year. It's actually flowering about a month now. When I looked at it yesterday, I could smell it 20 feet away, but the bees had covered it. There was, must okay. have been 20 honeybees on it. Because of the sweet scent, the bees are attracted to the flower. It's a beautiful pink flower, um, very, very attractive plant. It'll stay in flower for about another month. And the leaves in my garden, certainly, it's, it's semi-evergreen. It'll drop a few of the leaves, but it's a beautiful shrub. So it's a shrub called Daphne Jacqueline Postel. If, if I only had one plant in the garden patch, this would be it. And I often cut the flowers and put them into the car as an air freshener. The scent is absolutely delicious and really, really sweet. Um, So get that one. A great time to plant it. It will come into flower this time next year for you. Linda wants to know, would it be safe to transplant a tree fern now? Yes, uh, tree ferns are dormant at the moment, so a really good time to transplant. Any deciduous trees and tree ferns drop their foliage over the winter period. They don't have a very extensive root system, so they're quite easily moved. And in general, Pat, if you need to transplant plants, this is the time uh, in February before the plants come actively back into growth. And the weather conditions at the moment are absolutely perfect. So someone else says, I have a four-year-old fig tree in a very large container. I'd like to plant it in the garden. What's the best way to do it? And can I do it now? Yes, you can. And a great time not only to transplant plants out of the garden, but if you've got plants in containers, a great time to take them out of the container and put them into garden soil. Now, fig trees grow very well here in Ireland. And the best way to grow them is on a south-facing wall. So treat it like a climber, like a clematis or like an ivy. Plant it against a wall. Um, A good advice, the the fig roots tend to be quite extensive. So it's a good advice when you dig the hole to put a slate or a stone into the bottom of the hole. That'll help to uh, constrain the roots and that'll bring the figs into fruiting earlier. But plant it against a wall and you'll have figs in jig time. Have I killed my roses because I pruned them last week four hours before a hard frost? No, no. And I, I was advocating to prune roses, but probably they were following our advice or my advice. So the pruning of roses, no problem whatsoever. Uh, a, bit, a bit of frost on roses is not going to cause any damage whatsoever. The listener did the right thing. My advice was to prune them back good and hard, rake off the dead leaves, give them a bit of winter wash. That'll get rid of any of the bugs and diseases. And um, we'll feed them in March as we come into the first week of March, start to feed them. I have a large lawn. I no longer use it. And I was thinking of turning it into a wildflower meadow. Any advice on how to go about that? And what should I do with it at the end of the season? Well, it's quite simple, Pat. Um, First of all, it's a great idea because you're cutting down on the maintenance first and foremost. The first thing is to get rid of the existing grass that's there. So that needs to be either physically removed or you can use something like Weed Free 360 just to get rid of any grass and weeds that's there. It's a matter then of tilling the soil 
raking the soil and tilling it, creating a nice little seed bed for the wildflower seed. Get yourself some garden lime you'll get in your local garden centre and shake that across the entire area and then put in a wildflower mixture. Now, make sure, you know, talk to your local garden centre because wildflowers come in a whole range of different varieties. And so select the variety that will suit the location. So there are dwarf varieties, there were traditional meadowgrass varieties, and there are some that will attract butterflies and bees and so on. So, you know, take the time to to get the right mix for your area. Maybe bring in a photograph of the area. And any time in March is a great time to start sowing wildflower seeds. They'll germinate, they'll come into flower, and at the end of the season, Pat, you simply strim off the foliage and put it onto your compost tape. Very good. Porry Corkin, thank you very much for joining us. And that's all we have time for. Gardening on the Pat Kenny Show. With the Husqvarna Automower. Keep your lawn looking pristine from the comfort of your own home. See husqvarna.ie. 